On today's episode, we're chopping a full day off the work week. We're also talking customer segmentation and the power of being bootstrapped. All this and more today on Recur Now from ProfitWell's Boston HQ. It's Tuesday, November 19th. I'm Abby Sullivan. And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. First up, your daily subscription digest. Microsoft dropped news that they tried the ever-coveted yet ultra-elusive four-day work week. And apparently productivity soared. Which inevitably got our ProfitWell crew talking. Well, yeah, because who wouldn't want to work less to see more? The shorter work week was tested in Japan, giving workers in Tokyo every Friday off this past August. The company gave special paid leave to workers to account for their fifth day, but also subsidized expenses employees incurred for volunteering, taking classes, or enjoying family trips. And the result? Productivity rose 40%. Apparently, employees packed more efficiency into their 32-hour weeks by conducting more remote conference calls while also printing far less material at the office, a big cost saver for the Microsoft team. This makes sense, but overall, data showed employees are seeking diversified work styles, Microsoft officials said in a statement, and I'm totally on board with that. I'm skeptical, though. Losing an entire day of work feels like it had set me back in accomplishing my OKRs and quarterly goals. An entire day just feels like a lot. I truly wonder what motivates a CEO to hop on board with experimenting here. Does it depend on industry, business model, how long the experiment runs? It feels like a tough sell. And sure, we know business practices that work in one country may not necessarily be effective somewhere else. You know, Japanese workers in particular are noted for their heads-down work ethic, yet some companies in the U.S. and abroad are giving four-day weeks a try anyway. A June 2019 report from the Society for Human Resource Management said 15% of more than 2,700 American companies and organizations surveyed now offer a four-day workweek option to employees, up from 12% just two years ago. And while they're still uncommon, organizations that have implemented them report no decreases to productivity or revenue as a result. Andrew Barnes, a key figure in experimentation of the four-day work week, reminds us that, quote, at the heart of this is productivity, and if we can get enhanced productivity from something that delivers work-life balance, it's a win-win-win, he said, citing employers, workers, and their families as the winners. All the evidence suggests that productivity will either hold steady or go up. I may be skeptical, but I sure am on board to test her out. Up now, a few good resources we're eyeing today. These next two are thanks to Dan Martell, whose Twitter feed is jam-packed with articles and resources we binge on the reg. And later in this episode, we have an interview with Patrick and Dan you'll have to check out. But first, Product Hunt Radio drops a podcast episode with host Abadesi, talking to Marcus Taylor, founder of Venture Harbor, a digital products company based in the UK. They've launched nine companies in the last few years, growing them to millions in revenue. In it, they touch on some unconventional views Marcus holds, how he thinks about personal development, and letting the customer be your investor. Since we're a big fan of bootstrappers and customers rule everything around us, we're all ears on this one. Here's a clip. I'm very kind of for bootstrapping and and very kind of against the the traditional model of um, raising money. Um, So all of our ventures are completely bootstrapped. I started Venture Harbor with 500 quid in my bank and a broken laptop. We've never raised any money for any of the ventures. And and frankly, it's not a, you know, it's nothing against uh, the sort of the investment community. It's, it's more, I, I just find like so many friends in the kind of startup world just spend so much time like 
messing around with spending that kind of first crucial year or two of the startup kind of messing around with cap tables and pitch decks and high-fiving each other when they raise money when it's like i i just believe like so strongly that if you had spent that time listening to the customers and really sort of letting your customers be your investors and building something that they are willing to pay for, you'd be in a far better position. And in other resources, Intercom drops a who's who on customer segmentation because they know that at some inflection point of growth, it becomes impossible to intuitively know your customers, let alone decide which ones to focus on. In it, they break down the roots of customer segmentation because they understand the weight of this tool. For a growing business, segmentation is necessary to know your customers and your market and share this understanding across your teams. Beyond a certain size, it's impossible to do without. So the article also goes deep on how to segment customers by aligning on problems and principles, creating the actual customer segments, driving internal adoption, and segmenting by needs and value. For the full resource, we'll send a link in your subscriber newsletter. And if you're digging the idea of segmentation, check out ProfitWell Segment, a tool we offer to give you a single source of truth for your financial metrics for free. Here's a bit more on that. Growing subscription companies is hard. Everyone tells you to focus on one number, one goal. And that's good for aligning and rallying the team. But as you start to grow, you realize that every number you care about is made up of many more numbers, and you have to understand where your growth is coming from. You need to do more of the things that contribute to growth and less of the things that detract from growth. This is profitable segmentation. It solves a problem that most of us have. It's a simple plug-and-play financial metrics platform for your subscription product. The difference between ProfitWell and any other platform is that it'll help you find these pockets of growth in your business. First, you can spend all day segmenting your customers all kinds of ways. With ProfitWell Segmentation, we'll help you uncover exactly which customer segments deviate from the mean. So if you're curious if location actually impacts your growth metrics, or if the industry of your customers affect unit economics, we'll show you. Second, you can compare the variations in behavior between different segments today and over time. We'll help uncover the differences in how Twitter influencers, gender, and industry impact your metrics. The best part? You get all of this straight out of the box. No APIs or SQL queries here. Sounds pretty cool, right? I think so too. Sign up for free today because we're more than happy to help. And that's a wrap on your November 19th subscription news. Up next, Dan Martell interviews our own PC on his podcast, Escape Velocity. And they didn't really but you did give this advice. Well. You know, recently you were doing a session for my group and you gave the advice to um, one of my clients. He actually redesigned his whole pricing. Thanks to you. I, That's Noah awesome. from Structured Studios. Shout That's out great. to Noah. Um, but because he, he pretty much, you know, he's a category owner for their, yeah. their niche. And uh, he was worried. He was going to like grandfather everybody in. And yeah, he said, no, hey, no, no. you know, you, that would be really dangerous because yeah. you can't increase your ARPU if everybody's already your customer. Yeah. And you... Totally. And like that, when you have market share, like that's really dangerous. And so the grandfather discount is what we recommend. Hey, everyone, you've been so loyal. You're amazing. You've added a lot of value. Like we're going to give you this price, like, you know, at a discount for six months, 12 months. Um, Everyone else new is going to get the the new price. And then after six to 12 months, you're going to get the new price, the price increase as well. And that typically works really well. But that's okay. Yeah. Six months. But he was like going to. Forever. Yeah. 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 Bad. It's just a bad idea because like it's really, it's really great to do that. 
like when you're at zero feels to two, good. it feels good. I mean, even just, two to 10, it's okay. But after 10, like, and if you only start doing it after 10, you're going to have a lot of struggle between 10 and 15. Cause people are going to get aggravated with you. Yeah. Um, you should just train, train people to pay for the value that they're getting. And that's it for your November 19th episode. For more Recur Now, check back here tomorrow. If you have news or resources you'd like to spread to the good world, email me at abby at recurnow.com and we will talk. <laughs>